What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Around the Paddock. I'm your host, Seb. And I'm Nico. And we've got your Paddock Pass to all things F1 from this past week and then some. So how you doing, Nico? It's been a while. Oh, I'm not doing too bad. Yeah, it's been it's been a week, eh? Yeah, since we've last really yeah. spoken, I guess. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. It's been an interesting week. Bit busy with university, but... Yeah, hey... It is what it is, but you know, it's a Sunday. It's a race weekend. You got to make the time yeah. to watch it. You know, it is it's true. It is our life at this point. It's part of the religion. Part of the religion. This is the way, as the Mandalorians this would say. This is the way. So yeah, just gonna quote Philip DeFranco here, and let's just hop right into it, man. Let's go to the formation <laughs> lap. Um, and yeah. the first point that I was gonna make is Seb Vettel was set to miss a second race due to COVID protocols. So yeah. once again, he was replaced by Nico Ulkenberg. <laughs> so shout yeah, out Nico. Seems like it. Yeah. Good you, for Nico, man. He's do you two think, races in a row. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm sure he's hyped. Well, I, did you see he posted He posted on his Instagram, I think it was a meme of like, like, uh, like an old filter over his face and it was just like yeah did. <laughs> nico hulkenberg set to replace like whatever young fittipaldi for like the 2050 mm. moon grand prix so it's like no the man's embraced his role as the super sub um no yeah it's really jacked and cool opportunity him, for him though. too yeah exactly cool opportunity for him yeah, to, yeah, to get yeah. back in it and you know um obviously the reserve... to, uh... what yeah I said, still hasn't scored a, a podium yet, but he'll get there. Yeah, he'll get there. He'll get there. Yeah. Um, well, it, it depends how many how many people get COVID, <laughs> I guess, and how how often he gets called up for it. But yeah, I had a a bit of a question because it's something that I was sort of thinking in the back of my head. Now, do you think Vettel is still in recovery? Well, we obviously are not going to know because Vettel's a pretty private guy, right? No social media, no nothing like that. But my question to you is. Is he still, does he still have COVID symptoms and doesn't feel ready? Or did he just not want to race in Saudi Arabia? So he extended, you know, you know what I mean? Like he, because I, I get the feeling like he's not a big fan of, he wouldn't be a big fan of racing in Saudi yeah. Arabia, right? Um, especially yeah, yeah, given everything I, that I happened, which we'll go into it. But yeah, yeah, I think it's, he has COVID with big um, quotation marks there. I mean, he might still be recovering, but. I think he uh, just kind of used this as a, an excuse not to run at Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. But regardless, you know, obviously wishing wishing that Vettel gets gets well if he's still sick. I don't yeah. I don't want to say like <laughs> that's that's literally what oh, happened, yeah. but you know, best right, wishes to Seb and you will see him in Australia for sure for for the next absolutely the next it's two weeks away. Yeah, exactly. So we get a week off, um, and. Yeah, it, it'll be nice. I'm sure. Yeah, Nico, Nico Ulkenberg, his neck is gonna is gonna appreciate that two week break because <laughs> I heard that yeah. Jenna is tough on the neck muscles. So yeah, uh, Magnuson too uh, will have a, a nice little extra long recovery for his neck. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because he he talked yeah. about how his his neck kind of gave out in quali, and then yeah, yeah. he just couldn't put in a good lap. Um, yeah, and 
Were you going to say anything? So else? we also, yeah. So I was also going to say prior to getting into the uh, the main part of the race, um, there was also missile strikes in Aramco facilities, you know, during FP2. Yeah. So, I mean, tell us, tell us about it because I, I also had that. I was also going to go, go into that. <laughs> No, yeah, I kind of stole your your notes. Um, seems like it was 10 kilometers away off track. So yeah, it wasn't it, on the actual site itself. I think it was like a fuel processing facility for Aramco or, or something like that, or like a fuel storage uh, facility. Yeah. From what I've understood, it is for the, the race, though. It, it was, was like fuel a fuel for the race. Depot. Yeah, that's what I've <laughs> understood. Okay, I didn't I didn't see that. Oh. That's, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it might sense, be very but... wrong, but yeah. Because it is so close. Um, and um, yeah, and so the drivers seem to have a meeting because um, no one really wants to have the race. But, you know, cash is king and the race continued. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I, I do. I did read and saw that they went late into the night, probably to like two in the morning or three in the morning. Right. Um, yeah. And the situation, what, what supposedly happened was the drivers were almost, if not completely unanimous in their decision to not race um obviously had meetings with with fia like the race officials and and team principals and by the end of it you know they said the race was on the the team principals like total wolf christian horner um gunter they were saying like oh this it's gonna be safe we're gonna do the race and i I mean evidently so it it was right like the the race just finished there was no no incidents during qualies or 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 the race but yeah still kind of messed up (laughs) that it that it it happened (laughs) you know (laughs) and that they raced yeah like they literally raced in an active war zone so yeah pretty much yeah i mean we at least got some good haas mechanic memes you know them working in war zones which i kind of really enjoyed yeah, yeah, no, it's it's true. I uh, I saw a bit of those too. I saw a couple memes. I, I mean, like obviously, like to to make light of something serious like that is is not good. But I do I do laugh at the creativeness oh, yeah. of of the memes, regardless and stuff. Like you know, I'll I'll admit it that I I, I did laugh at some of them. But there was one where uh, like you know where it shows the AWS like the overtaking like how clo- how how much distance they got to cover and like when the, yeah, the next yeah, car yeah. is gonna pass the other one, you know. So it was like that yeah. one, but for like the missile, <laughs> like one of the cars was just like <laughs> within like in two laps, it's going to like hit and stuff. So yeah, no, it's, it's messed up. Like, I mean, we're, we're kind of laughing about it, making light of it, but I personally think it was kind of messed up that they still went through with it. It's, it's yeah, not an active war zone, honest, but if the area is being bombed, yeah. like, yeah, I will say the best meme of all of them for me, and it's a bit mean, but his, his nickname was, was it the, uh, Oh, I can't remember. His nickname really played into it, but it was Kvyat as a oh the torpedo, the torpedo, the torpedo. Yeah, Kvyat was like photoshopped into like the missile strike, so it was like (laughs) if Kvyat was actually yeah. So the torpedo struck again. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty nuts. But I, I, I am, I personally, as Seb. Yeah. one half of the around the paddock podcast show i think that yeah the reason why it kept going was was because cash is king right like yeah 100 percent. arabia has so much money this and, podcast is unanimous in that in that statement i'm pretty sure it's this is the seventh episode and i'm pretty sure we've said cash is king for at least like five of them or something like that 
Yeah. So we're gonna have to find a way to incorporate that that catchphrase <laughs> in in each each episode. I think at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, another thing that I saw, and now we're we're going into a bit more rumor rumor area here. So you know, yeah. don't don't take what I'm saying as a hundred percent certainty. But yeah, yeah, a lot of people were thinking that. Uh, like the drivers and stuff were threatened, you know, if, if they wouldn't race, like it would be difficult for them to leave the country and stuff like that. Right. Apparently there was some kind of issue with uh, WWE. Now, again, I didn't look too much into this because I don't really like to give these kind of rumors, a lot of like limelight or anything like that, but it's just something that I did see going on online quite a bit that there's, there's a chance, you know, that they could have been sort of strong armed into, into racing because um, the drivers didn't want to at first, right? And then, you know, after a yeah, few yeah. hours of deliberation, like, yeah, they 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 changed their tune. They pulled a one eighty. Um, yeah. So it's just a matter my understanding of- to what happened is um, that they uh, said that the teams could be financially punished if they don't race. I mean, yeah, that's strong arming, right? Like, yeah. And then why does the FIA want to do that? Because obviously, we'll say it again, but cash, cash is Ray right so yeah um so we, we we have to see i i'm pretty sure once like after today once everybody leaves saudi arabia we might we might get a little bit uh more clarification as to what happened and, yeah. and it, it's probably something that we'll touch base upon um for next week's episode but yeah, yeah. we'll probably he'll we're, we're gonna hear hamilton talk about it like he yeah is a man of his like word if he disagrees with something He's he going to talk about it. He and was really gonna... disappointed with uh, the fact that, you know, they said they were going to race. So, yeah. Um, and speaking of Lewis, actually, that's it's a perfect segue to to the next to <laughs> the final point here in the formation lab. But, it's almost um, like I knew. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, man, you, you're using yeah, those like yeah. 9000 IQ plays, right? Like Charles Leclerc. Yeah. Um, but hey, yeah. Hey, hey. Oh, am I getting, on, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, OK, OK, OK. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, I, I'm just too quick guy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, speaking of Lewis, he starts his yeah. 180th race with Mercedes today, which surpasses yeah. Michael Schumacher's 179 races with Ferrari. So Lewis and Merck are the, the longest tenured driver team combo in F1 history. So yeah. shouts out Lewis and Mercedes. Good on him. Um, yeah, a, a big milestone. It was a milestone weekend. I'll get to, we'll get to the other milestone in the main race, but this was yeah. this is one of them, so yeah. Congrats to Lewis. Obviously, super successful career with Mercedes in those hundred and eighty races, and yeah, hoping to see a little bit more of that if they get their stuff sorted out for this season. Which we hope. Which we hope. And I mean, right George did well. Or, so. Yeah. Oh yeah. And just before jumping off the formation lap, well, uh, no, I just want to formation lap. I know, but. Just before we jump into fair the point. main race. Yes. I, I thought I said, oh, yeah, fair. I thought I, I said jump before we leave the formation lap. But yeah, before we jump in. Uh, before we jump into the main race, I am going to... Uh, I just want to point out that that Red Bull engine is looking terrible. Terrible. So how? Huh? In what ways? So, so uh, I believe it was FP3 or FP2. No, it was FP3, if I'm not wrong. Gasly was having more reliability issues with the engine. Yeah, yeah, which is not a good sign for that engine. And Yuki had an issues as well today. 
and Yuki had some issues today. I'm not buying the Red Bull. It was a vacuum pump, a vacuum pump ish uh, statement they said last time for the last race. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not looking solid. So, I mean, it's interesting that you say that because I, well, obviously last week was a bit of a blunder. I thought this week wasn't bad at all. And, you know, if we're going to talk about performance, I think the Red Bull is like almost on par with the Ferrari. Obviously not as reliable from, from what we've seen. Yeah, I think performance-wise, it's, 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 it, they're, they're fairly, fairly comparable. But reliability-wise, it is not looking solid. This is, so let me say, the Bahrain had three engine failures of four cars. This one had two engine issues. Uh, no, one engine issue and one engine failure. Yeah, basically every single driver right now, every single driver with a Red Bull powertrain has had it affect their race, and it's the second race. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Gasly, Verstappen, and Perez in Bahrain last race, and then Yuki, Yuki in yeah. this one. So, I mean, yeah, we'll have to yeah. see. Maybe they'll get their their stuff in order. Um, but yeah. you have anything else to 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 mention, or you want to hop to the main race? Um. Yeah, well, one last thing to mention, just off from free practice again. Haas seems to continue to have hydraulic issues. Um, and it seems they, at least when it came to the free practices, they seem to be the worst of the Ferrari partner uh, engine partners in terms of performance, um, which is quite interesting to, to see based on the results today. But it's quite interesting to note, to note down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, also, what's it called? Magnussen has taken out another engine different engine from from last week meaning Haas is going to have an engine penalty earlier on than expected okay I wasn't tracking that actually so yeah good yeah good to know for yeah yeah, whenever whenever that'll be um okay cool so let's just jump to the main race um so yeah let's just jump to the main race I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go through the like the qualification standings, basically. Yeah. Um, so we have Sergio Perez, first career pole yeah. position. So that's the second milestone that we were talking about, right? So shouts Good out Checo, the minister of defense, yeah. became the minister of yeah. attack on Saturday. I believe it was his 216th race um, that finally became a pole position, which is the oldest and well the most uh, i like, think the, the yeah. longest yeah the yeah. longest yeah. in nf1 history yeah 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 so 260 wow, i can't believe i actually yeah. remembered it i didn't even read it in the notes oh you knew eh yeah man's came prepared that's it man's came prepared so i'm gonna read out the quali- uh the qualifying classification but then we obviously will have to kind of change uh a few of the positions up for reasons which we will talk about in a second but it was checo yeah. Perez in first charles leclerc yeah. in second Carlos Sainz in third, Max Verstappen in fourth. So obviously Red Bull and Ferrari, the two top teams. Then we have Esteban Ocon, George Russell, ah, George Russell, (laughs) Fernando Alonso, Valtteri Bottas, Pierre Gasly, and Kevin Magnussen rounding out the top 10. And then you had Lando Norris, Daniel Ricciardo. So McLaren kind of pushing up a little bit, but still not looking great. Uh, Joe Guan Yu. Mick Schumacher, Lance Stroll, Lewis Hamilton in 16th. Actually, was Hamilton was out in Q1 for the first time since yeah. 2017. Um, and yeah, but if I'm not wrong, 
this was the first time he's been out just on like since like what 2009 on merit because 2017 was engine was car issues yeah and yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah so it's the first yeah. time since he's out in q1 since 2017 but the first yeah. time since 2009 that he's been out in q1 because of yeah race pace like the other times it was yeah, yeah mechanical issues or, or something with the car right um, which is nuts and I guess it seemed that Mercedes just tried something different with Lewis's car for the qualification, and it clearly yeah. didn't work. And and you see the disparity because George Russell qualified sixth and Lewis Hamilton in sixteenth, right? So ten ten places between them. Um, Massive difference. After Lewis Hamilton, we have Alex Albon in seventeenth, uh, Nico Ulkenberg in eighteenth, hmm. and then Latifi in nineteenth and Sunoda in twentieth. But Mick. Even though he set the the 14th fastest time in Q2, he had a massive crash um, through through one of the turns the there. Car in half. Yeah, yeah, it had to be taken to the hospital. He's okay. He yeah. was he was discharged from the hospital the very night of and and posted on his social media. So you know, uh, thankfully he yeah. was he was all good. Shouts out Mick. Hopefully your neck is doing a little bit better, but it'll it, you know take yeah. that two weeks to really recover from that crash. Uh, so yeah. he didn't start the race. So basically, everybody kind of got pushed up one, one extra spot position. Yeah, yeah. yeah I should yeah. also uh, note that just like Mick in FP two, or yeah, uh, sorry, not in FP two in Formula two, um, someone else crashed. I don't know who it was, unfortunately, in the exact same spot in the exact same way, also crashing out. I think during the race, though. Yeah, I think. I think I saw something like that, but honestly, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't grab the notes, so you know. No, yeah. I, I, but I, I just, heard the driver I, I just was wanted okay. to say. Yeah, and I heard yeah. the driver yeah, was, was okay a, as well. So. Yeah, he hit much slower speeds, but it, this kind of goes to show why I don't like this track. Um, it's too and dangerous. I'm going to talk a lot more about it. Yeah. yeah. And during the race, but it's a terrible track. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Basically, like the last point here with the qualification standings, um, just wanted to point out that this was this was from a Reddit post I saw, and I'll give shouts out to the person who posted it. It was Anxious Indicator, so shouts out Anxious Indicator. Probably yeah. aren't listening to the podcast, but if you are, you know who you are. Um, yeah. But he or she uh, mentioned that all the world champions were qualified by their te- uh, out qualified by their teammates, so. Uh, Perez outqualified Verstappen, Ocon outqualified Alonso, Russell outqualified Hamilton, and I also added that Stroll outqualified Vettel, even though he wasn't <laughs> even there. But yeah. it's technically true. Hey, you have to give out shouts up to Stroll for that very last brave kicking out of Hamilton, because Hamilton was fifteenth um, at the end of Q, uh, the end of Q three or Q one. No, yeah, Q one. Oh, yeah, yeah, Q one. He was he was fifteenth at the end of Q one until Stroll finished his lap, Lance kicking Lop him down sixteenth. Yeah, kick a man when he's down. You know? Taking out the goat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you could say Stroll also qualified Hamilton. You know, <laughs> yeah. qualified the champion. Um. But yeah, yeah, other than that, any 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 other points from from Quali that you wanted to uh kind of just quickly yeah. rattle off? So. I mean, again, K-Mag showing himself to be a god. You know, came 10th, qualified 10th overall. Absolute beast. So Botas, you know, 8th eighth overall, P8, which is pretty good, all things considering. You know, he's he's up there fighting with against Alpines and Mercedes and Red Bulls. Yeah, no, shouts um, out. And considering, 
yeah, considering Alfa Romeo's a smaller team relatively, did really, really well. Um, yeah, the last thing I actually wanted to talk about, and I don't know if you uh, caught this, so apparently Hamilton was talking a lot more during the uh, um, the pre-race, you know, when they go around in the vehicles. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't kind know of thing. What, he, what he said there. True. No, no, no. I, I don't know what he said either, but apparently they caught him talking a lot more with the rest of the racers, um, which is quite unique for him because he doesn't typically do that, right? He typically tries to avoid, doesn't avoid, but he typically doesn't talk that much to, to everyone else. But like this time, he was actually like properly um, like talking with like Mick and like a ton of other racers. Yeah, maybe the fact that he started from the back, there's like not as much pressure or anything, so you know. Yeah, I think that's that's really what's it. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't notice that. Um I I, I didn't watch any of the pre race or or pre qualifying stuff. I just I just watched the quality and the uh and the race. Yeah. I have the uh the pre race always. I always watch the pre race. Yeah, you just have it on, yeah, as background stuff. Yeah, well, I was yeah. kind of busy this morning, so I didn't really get a chance to check mm-hmm. out the pre-race, but made it just in time for the mm-hmm. actual race race, which let's uh, let's go right to the actual race. And yeah. again, I will just rattle off the race results, how it finished and sort of go go a little bit further into it. So first place, we have Supermax Verstappen getting his first win of the 2022 season, the defending champion. Second yeah. place. Charles Leclerc, third place, Carlos Sainz, fourth place, Checo Perez, who had really bad luck. And yeah, we'll go into it a little <laughs> bit more. Oh, that um, was really unfortunate. Fifth was George Russell, who I thought had a really good race. Quiet, but like, hey, yeah, he killed it. Um, yeah. Sixth yeah. was Esteban Ocon. Seventh was Lando Norris. So McLaren getting the points finally. Eight, good Pierre Gasly. Ninth was Kevin Magnussen. 10th was Lewis Hamilton, so he did claw, claw his way back up. Um, but again, yeah. a couple of blunders here, which we'll talk about, prevented him from finishing up any further up. Uh, 11th place, Joe Guan Yu. 12th place, Nico Ulkenberg. And then <laughs> 13th, Lance Stroll. And then 14th, yeah. Alex Albon. And then the rest of the guys did not finish. This was actually a pretty... Um, a race where a lot of drivers uh, weren't able to finish, but you have Valtteri Bottas, yeah. Fernando Alonso. Did Lance Stroll and Alex Albon finish? I thought they crashed out before. Well, it was like re- like right at the end. I know Albon didn't technically like he pulled out to the side. I they like the yeah. feed honestly didn't show anything about Stroll, so I don't know if Stroll actually was able to cross the line yeah. or not. Um, True, because I, I I had I thought it was just Hulkenberg who he finished. was the last one to finish. Okay, yeah. maybe that. Yeah, maybe that's that's what it was because I know. Yeah, Stroll and Albon and Albon crashed, um, and then Bottas, yep. Alonso, Ricardo, Sunoda, they didn't finish due to like engine issues or or mechanical issues, um, and yeah. then you have Nicholas Latifi uh, who crashed out, and Mick Schumacher yeah. who obviously didn't start because of his his Q two crash. Yeah, crash. So, yeah. Give us your thoughts, Nico. What do you think about the race? Any kind of points? I hate this track so much. It's not a fun track to watch, personally. Um, it's just crashes after crashes after crashes. I'm more stressed out than I am anything else. Yeah. I hate the track so much. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's the fastest straight track, which cool, but you have no visibility. Like Latifi's crash only happened really because he didn't he, he didn't have any visibility on that curve, right? Mm-hmm. It's not really anything else. So it's it's a terrible track. I'm glad it's over. It didn't improve from last year. Yeah, it's uh yeah, fastest street circuit on paper sounds pretty cool, but then obviously it's so it's so narrow. You have these concrete walls. Yeah. You know, like if you mess up while going like yeah, 300 kilometers an hour, you're there's no runoff area. You you're going straight yeah. into the concrete, which is what happened to Mick, right? It's literally what happened to Mick, and what happened to the other guy in and, uh, F- yeah, in, F2, uh, Formula the F2 Two pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So no, it's it's dangerous, and the drivers, you know, they also say that it's dangerous. I don't think anybody's really yeah. a big fan of of this Jetta circuit. No. Um, although it did give us a, a really fun fight between Verstappen and Leclerc, you know, yeah, that whole back and forth was really fun. Second race in a row where they they've both yeah. been trading, yeah, the first place, second place, um, and and honestly, the cool thing about it is like I've obviously noticed it with Leclerc for these first two races because he's been the guy in first place when Max attacks, um, yeah. but Leclerc is really good when it comes to like racing strategically right like letting max pass at a certain point so that he can use the drs and like in the next drs zone right or yeah you know just kind of uh closing the door on him at a certain corner making sure he has the racing line or preventing max from from taking the ideal racing line i've, I've kind of noticed that leclerc is really good at that obviously max is as well right like it's not one or the other but i've, I've just noticed it a little bit more on on leclerc yeah no, yeah, I think he. The other difference, right, is I think Max for so long has been training to fight against Lewis, where he's like strategized to face against Lewis. Whereas Charles, who's known Max since they were like not even in Formula Three, I think even before that, um, knows how he races too and has strategies against them, which you know, we just haven't really seen with with Lewis. Yeah, right? yeah, like, and we never got to see Leclerc yeah. and Verstappen really fight. Up until now, no, so. yeah, like letting him overtake so he can use the pro like a DRS zone to really get an advantage is clever, and we haven't really seen that yet. Yeah, because I don't remember ever seeing it with with Lewis. No, and it, it's also something that in the in the post race interview, um, Max mentioned about it, just like the way that the new regulations, like the new the racing is a little bit different, right? So, um, yeah, the fact that they can follow closer uh, off off the curves and stuff like that. I think it's. I think this is something that's kind of new that's popped up with with these new regulations and new cars. So we'll probably see a lot more of that strategic decision making, right? Where yeah, not, you 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 might think that the guy has enough speed to pass him, but he actually is going to hold off on it. And actually, Max did that. I don't like in one yeah. of the final laps before he passed Leclerc for first place and sort of held it. They both during locked his up. lockup, eh? Yeah, they both yeah. locked up because Max was going to overshoot past Leclerc. But then he realized, yeah. like, no, then he'll get DRS, like, in the next zone, and, and he'll get that speed advantage. So they both slammed on the brakes. Obviously, Leclerc took the opportunity and, and kept going past. And, and yeah, it just, yeah. Max set himself up perfectly to uh, to execute that that pass on, on the straight, where, where the Red Bull that's was That's pretty much when he took yeah. the race. Yeah, and that's when he took the race at the end. Yeah. And and his win, yep. so Max actually matches. This is his twenty first Grand Prix win, 
So he actually matches yeah. Kimmy's record, which is pretty impressive because Kimmy raced for like what twenty yeah. years. I mean, Max has been for like yeah. s- what seven? A few years. Yeah, it was like seventeen. Yeah, like six, seven years, and he's already matched his yeah, yeah. his record. So it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and for most of the time, he didn't have the most competitive car. So. Well, yeah, that's it, right? I mean, he's only ever been in... He was in Toro Rosso for, I think, like half a season or something like that. And then it's just been... He's just been incredible. So, yeah, shouts out, Max. Good win. Good fight, too, honestly. Like, that was... My heart was, like, pounding at the end. I I didn't know who I wanted to win, honestly. But (laughs) I I was just, like, hoping for what we saw. Like, just close racing, right? Like... Yeah, yeah. Nail fighting type stuff. Also, just want to give a shout out to... uh... To, to signs the most consistent man on earth third straight uh third place podium smooth operating he is smooth operating he's still not used to the car so he uh, so he keeps saying yeah and and i can believe it i well he he did a good job last year getting up to speed with last year's ferrari um but it does yeah. seem like leclerc has the the jump on him i suppose in terms of yeah. being able to operate his car because he I mean, like, during the races, like, what Claire and Verstappen would just leave everybody else in the dust. <laughs> like, the, the lead, yeah, the, the yeah. gap that they would make to third and fourth place, which are, like, their teammates, right? So, you'd think it's the same car. Or massive. But, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're, they're operating it well. And, and yeah, like you said. Yeah, it's Max just, is just really aggressive. He just pushes and pushes. The same thing happened with Lewis. Yeah, well, Leclerc is super aggressive, too, right? So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like you say, shouts out to Carlos, uh, three straight podium finishes, uh, going back to the Abu Dhabi in 2021 and then Bahrain last week and Saudi Arabia this week. So, you know, that first win is coming, baby. I'm telling you that first win is coming, but he's just (laughs) going to have to be a little bit patient. Yeah. Probably Barcelona of anything. Oh, that would be nice for him. You know? Yeah, it would. Or, or like Italy, Uh, like Monza or something. Oh yeah. No, I think Monza is probably going to be given to uh, Leclerc. He has good, he has good history in, in in Monza. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Also, I was going to say Lewis for terrible qualifying actually did pretty well. You know, one point got all the way to P10. Now we've seen him do this before, and we've seen him doing a lot better than this before. But given his car, it's pretty good. Yeah, and Jeddah is also not a place where you can overtake easily. So no, I mean. Yeah. To uh, claw your way back up like that is, yeah. Yeah. Also, talking about overtaking, the start of the race between the two Alpines, whew, yeah. man, what an insane fight. I was convinced they were going to throw themselves into the walls. I think not just you, but like Otmar and like everybody in the Alpine pit wall, like whatever the, the TV sh- would show them, like you could tell that they yeah. were not happy with, with them fighting like Otmar that. Otmar was, was st- stressing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I even remember um, when, um, what's it called? They, uh, when it was happening, uh, I think it was a radio of Botas. Um, Botas said, I'm not going to go in yet because I don't want to crash my car or something. Something along those lines. Yeah. And so he was just reserving his, his, just, his tires. Yeah. No, that's, it was yeah. a good call. And yeah, it, I'm almost fairly sure Ocon almost threw Alonso into the wall. <laughs> At one point. No, Alonso's racecraft is too great. Did you see? I think, was it in quality or the practice when, like, his car, like, snapped? But, like, he was oh, just yeah, able was... to, like, quickly, like, counter steer. It was, it was impressive. Yeah, it was in practice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he was going to go into the wall, and this guy just corrects it at the last minute. So, 
you know yeah the old man still got it yeah yeah and you know what that was in the exact same point that mick got thrown into the wall oh yeah that exact turn yep exact turn and the exact thing he corrected is what mick got thrown into the wall for experience speaks for itself there then you know um yeah Yeah, track design also speaks for itself it's a very bad track yeah Yeah, i i agree too it's not the best not the best layout yeah but but the alpine fight was good both has passed them both has eventually passed i think it was alonzo not ocon okay okay true yeah yeah. very happy with one or the other um ocon had a good race very happy with it Ocon had a really good race uh i was actually really saddened by the start with joe joe had a really rough start he also got screwed by his team um later later in the race i don't know i don't know if you saw yeah, um, with the um, telling him to come into the to the uh, pit box while there was a safety car, which means he doesn't actually have to do uh, he can't do the five second delay, so you have to re come in and do it again. Yeah, so basically, just for for anybody that maybe didn't see it or or didn't really catch what happened, so uh, Joe was given a a five second grid uh, a five second time penalty. I can't remember what it was for. Maybe it was for like contact or something like that, right? Um, Might have been. So he was given a five-second penalty, which usually you can serve at the pit. So when you pit, you wait five seconds, and then after the five seconds, you make the, the tire changes or whatever you need to do. Um, but yeah, they, they pitted him during the safety car. Was it the virtual safety car? I can't even remember at this uh, point. No, proper safety car. Okay, during the, during during the, the safety proper safety car. car. And you, you, like you mentioned, they didn't do the five-second stop, right? Yeah, I think they were set to because I saw that they changed the jacks. Um, the the guy doing the jack. Yeah. So I think they actually didn't mean to, but they were immediately told to just let him out. Yeah. So they let him out. He didn't serve the penalty, which he still had to serve. So then he basically had to make an extra pit stop, wait five seconds, and then go back out. Right. So yeah, that really ruined his uh his race chances. But he still finished P eleven, so it's not too bad. Yeah. No, I think he did great. I mean, yeah. Again, considering he like first turn, he got like squeezed out and like almost crashed. Yeah. He's doing really good. He's doing yeah. really, really good. I mean, there's also the fact that, like, we had a million drivers, you know, not finish Crash. the race. So, yeah. Um, it's, you yeah. know, it's still kind of at the bottom, but hey. Yeah, you, but you do what you but given, do. Yeah, but given the fact that, like, he's his first year, he came, he got points last race. He almost got points this race. Not bad. It's not he's terrible. He's doing better than Latifi. He's doing a lot better than Latifi. Like,. Actually, speaking of speaking of Latifi, I'm gonna mention that yeah. um, this is his third race weekend in a row that he's bended, like that he's crashed and, and caused like a safety <laughs> car. So yeah. Abu Dhabi, yeah. obviously, yeah. you know, causing the the safety car that you know the the whole decided the victor, right? Yeah, decided yeah, the victor. Um, and then Bahrain last week, and then yep. Saudi Arabia this week. Yep. Not and then this is good. the second time he's crashed in Saudi Arabia, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think he crashed last last year as well. Yeah. So not looking good so, for King Latifi. So would that actually be four races in a row? Because it wasn't at Saudi Arabia, Abu Dhabi, Bahrain, Saudi, oh my God, Saudi Arabia. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Holy so crap. it's the last four races. Yeah. So, man's like like we said we think nick uh king latifi he's a good dude and everything but the man has he has to get his stuff sorted out because yeah you can't have stats like four races in a row two 
two different years of racing. Dude, I don't and... even think Mazepin did that. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, think so. For all for all the for all the the the, the, the Mazepin, yeah, for all the dirt that he got, I don't think he he crashed out like that many times consecutively. So yeah, he didn't. Um, I think maybe at the start, but I don't think he did four in a row. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I I know what you mean. So yeah. yeah hey, King Latifi, get it together. We want to see. We want to see you do well, man. We don't want to see anybody kind of struggle and 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 not bring, race well, right? And yeah, bring the World's Drivers Championship back to Canada. That's it. Between him yeah. and, and Lancelot, Lancelot. Um, exactly. Which actually, speaking of the two, um, the next kind of point was, and I know I, I kind of mentioned it already, but there were a lot yeah. of retirements this race. A lot of retirements. And Something like there's a lot of technical issues with the new regulations which i mean it kind of makes sense to me right like oh, if yeah, you're, yeah, if yeah. it's all new stuff so there, these are issues yeah. that will come up the first time and then teams will understand it and sort of fix it for for the next time yeah absolutely um but just pointing it out there are a lot actually on that um i don't know how Le charles fared out because he had a, a light issue on the back of his car eh yeah, so the light that basically um, blinks when the driver's harvesting energy um, for, for their ERS, I believe. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was something that Max mentioned on the radio, but it didn't seem to be working. So some kind of electrical thing there. But, I mean, it didn't hamper the performance of the car. It was just, it was just no, the light no, was yeah. working. But, yeah. I think it was, but if I remember during the race, um, Horner had noted over the radio that he needs that to actually race legally. Um, it's in the rule books. It might be wrong, might be misremembering that, but I swear he said that. So it'd be interesting to see a post race what happens with that. Yeah. Hey, if any kind of amendments, we'll definitely we'll definitely talk about it uh, in in next week's episode. Because as of now, yeah, we haven't really heard whether there's yeah. going to be any action taken um, regarding that. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also the uh, the 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 penalty they gave Magnuson and Sainz too. I don't know if they're enforced for this race or how it works, but they both speeded during the yellow flags. Yeah, speeded, I think uh, I think everybody was speeding with the with the yellow flags. <laughs> yeah, but like these two, I think were booked down for it. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it seems. It seems like nothing, nothing really was done no. about that. Well, so, we'll know by next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so, yeah, plenty of, plenty of retirements. So I'm just going to kind of rattle them out real quick. So it was obviously Yuki. He didn't even start. Schumacher didn't start, again, because of a, of a scratch. Um, yeah. Latifi, Alonso, Ricardo, Botas, Albon, uh, Lancelot, Lancelot, Stroll. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely an interesting race, though. For as much as yeah. like, yeah, I don't like the track either or anything like that. But the race, the racing was good, at least. At least the racing was Charles good. Charles and Max. Oh, and you can't say also without like Magnussen versus Lewis and Magnussen yeah. versus or the Alpines uh, Bottas or the Al yeah or Magnussen the Alpines, versus like, the Alpines yeah Magnussen versus the world Magnussen versus Stroll. So I was speaking. focused on one racer. 
Yeah, yeah, you had the you had the the onboard cam just for Magnuson. <laughs> I had two TVs. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, then you know what's your what's your what who was your driver of the day for today? Oh, easily Charles. Easily Charles. Yeah. Uh, even though he didn't win, um, Max won. I think Charles drove better. He led the race longer. He had the fastest lap at the end. Um, definitely Charles um, took took it for me. With Max being a close second. Yeah, Charles is really cool. Yeah. I uh, I obviously, like, I, I was thinking of him as well. And I know he was voted driver of the day um, by, by the F1 fans in general. Uh, yeah. I wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit. I'm going to say, for me, it was Georgie Porgy. Although I do think Leclerc obviously had a better race. But yeah. Georgie Porgy wasn't shown a lot. Um, yeah. And he still finished fifth. He qualified really well yeah. compared to Hamilton. Had a had a clean race. I mean, yeah. it just kind of sucks that the Mercedes isn't as strong as the Red Bulls or Ferraris. Otherwise, he probably would have been fighting up like closer to to those guys. Yeah. But two points finishes, Big. like strong points finishes yeah. for George in his first two races with Mercedes. So yeah. he's looking good. I'll I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. give him my my driver of the day for for this week. Fair point. See, I actually would have given it to Lewis over Russell, and Lewis was my third choice um, because Lewis got like he was really bent after or he wasn't bent he was really like messed up during the uh ricardo alonso yeah like, during that whole rolling over stuff. yeah the, or the double yeah because he, yeah. Yeah, he was gonna do the same thing that again the the homeboy magnuson was gonna do which was pit at the start of the virtual safety car but he wasn't able to then he wasn't able to for basically the duration of the, the virtual safety car right um so he got pretty pretty uh, screwed over by that. Yeah, he was not blessed this race. He was not hashtag blessed. Not hashtag blessed. Um, no, it's true. Like I said, I, I don't think like George had a better race. I, I'm just kind of giving it to him because I was just impressed that he was able to like hold hold on to it. Like had a clean race. Obviously, he wasn't even shown in the feed. I don't think he was like that quiet I don't think, race. I really don't think they showed him ever once. I don't even think like, they showed maybe him at once the start. Um. But considering the struggles that Mercedes have had supposedly and everything, uh, you know, to keep yeah. him in fifth place, good for yeah. him. Yeah. And like I said last week, I don't think the the Mercedes engine is bad. I think all the the, the Mercedes chassis. engine partners, yeah, all the Mercedes engine partners are just having mm. issues with the chassis right now because yeah. Norris finished seventh, right? Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I can't say anyone else really did well um, because most people's cars didn't finish, but like. It doesn't seem like a bad engine. It just seems like bad chassis design. Yep. No, it's true. Um, and to anyone in the audience, obviously, we want to hear about who you think the driver, your driver of the day was for, for the Saudi Arabia GP. So obviously, let us know. You can leave a comment on the YouTube or send us an email at aroundthepaddockpodcast at gmail.com. Also, mention it to us on Instagram at aroundthepaddockpodcast or on Twitter at ATP underscore pod. So those are our plugs for for the week um now is there anything else you want to touch uh on the like this weekend nico before we jump into the cool down lap uh no i think we pretty much got everything i didn't really have too much notes about the race because i was more enjoying the race uh, yeah. th this time over but you know it, it's just kind of shocking the amount of crashes over and overheats and engine issues yeah yeah, no, it's true. Uh, next week, next in two weeks' time, it'll be Australia, which which should be a good race. I'm I'm looking forward to it, and uh, 
it should be a lot different than what we saw for Bahrain and, yeah. and Jeddah just due to the track layout and, and temperatures yeah. and everything. Yeah, actually, I do have one last point, which is more of an interesting point than anything else. So I watched the uh, video that Roman Grosjean put out. Okay. Um, talking. Huh? I said okay. Right. Um, talking about actually uh, McLaren and their brake, the brake heating issues, right? And what he effectively said in the video is that they had a competitive Haas in 2019, but their biggest issue was the brake heating that they just couldn't really solve efficiently. Which kind of makes me think that we might see like a 2019 Haas and the McLarens. That's a big oof. Yeah, that's a big oof. Especially for Lando, right. who signed a, a four-year contract extension, which apparently did yeah. not have a clause where like he could leave. So he's he's with them for better or worse. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, also, you know, George Russell. I don't know if he did. He sign a multi-year contract as well, or just one year. No, I'm pretty sure it would be multi. They're they're trying yeah. to keep them right. So yeah. So you know, also Georgie Porgy. Yeah, but at least he's faring better than the McLaren. That the how the turntables, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, cool. So cool down lap, and I guess the the topic that I sort of picked for this was in honor of Sergio Perez getting his first pole position after 216 races. So my question to you, Nico, is. Which of the following drivers do you think will be the first to get their first pole position, right? So yes. in the grid, we have Carlos Sainz, George Russell, Kevin Magnussen, Esteban Ocon, Yuki Tsunoda, Pierre Gasly, Joe Guan Yu, uh, Mick Schumacher, Lancelot Vancelot Stroll, Alex Albon, and King Latifi, who, who haven't got a pole position yet. Who do you think out of them is, is set to be you know, the next guy to get their first pole okay. position? If I'm giving a serious answer, it's probably going to be Sainz. You know, he has, he's been P3 three times now. He has the car, yeah. He has the car. He definitely has the talent. He definitely has the experience. So I don't see a reason why he wouldn't. Yeah, first pole, first win for Sainz this year. I I can see it. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. if I'm being what I want to happen, it's going to probably be like Ocon or Magnuson or Shumi. Uh, Probably not Shumi. Ocon or Magnuson. I think Ocon's well-deserving of one. I think Russell would get it before then. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. He's a good qualifier. He's a very good qualifier. Like, and I think that's his more strength, he... right? Like qualifying. Yeah. So. I think, it, I think he, but I don't know if he has the car. And I'm no, I'm saying that knowing that the Mercedes is a better car than the Alpine. But I just feel like one of the races, you're just going to see... Ocon really just go at it and get it. All right. Well, you gotta you gotta write that down because if it happens, you you'll you'll have bragging rights. Yeah. Well, I've been pretty good on the Reddit predictions. How are you this week? Uh. Well, I I got I I put that what's it called Hamilton was gonna beat pole position, so I got that one very wrong. <laughs> but I did say that Verstappen was gonna come in first. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was the other point? Um, I think it was pole position. Uh, well, you yeah. said Hamilton so who, was going to get pole, right? Yeah, sorry. Hamilton, I wrote, was going to get pole. I said there was going to be a safety car, which isn't so much a guess as a 96% of people yeah, it's like a guarantee. <laughs> also said. So, But I said that Verstappen would win. And he okay. won. Okay. Yeah. 
Jeff so predicted out it. of one, two, three, four, five, six. Out of six pulls, I'm five for six. Wow. Good job. Yeah. I was 100% on the first one. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I guess it was just the Hamilton quality that really screwed you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I, I, had, I put my faith in Gunther, and Gunther disappointed me. Oh. <laughs> no, True. because he, he, he I, I remember he had said in like the post-race interviews that the Mercedes might really be really good at like corners, uh, at, like high-speed corners, and he was just like they might actually do pretty well in next week's race, and I'm just like, well, if Gunther says it, I'll believe him. Ah, I see, I see, Gunther, come on, man, what are you doing? I have Reddit in this uh, at stake. Why are you always lying, Gunther? No, I'm kidding. He's not always lying. <laughs> nah. Uh, okay, so you it's Robo for you. Signs and Ocon slash Magnuson for you, eh? Yes. One of those three. Yeah. Yes. I for me it's signs because like like we said, he has the Ferrari and he has a skill and he's just on the cusp. So it's gonna happen. Um so yeah. I, I say signs and then I again I think Russell could be the next one. Obviously, like would it happen this season? Maybe not, right? But I, I don't see, at least at the moment, I don't see anybody outside of like Red Bull or Ferrari getting the pole positions. So that only yeah. leaves Sainz as the, as the last one of those four who hasn't got a pole, right? Yeah. Well, it should be also noted that, you know, typically they do like aero upgrades of the cars like halfway through the season. Yeah. And so that can switch things up as well. Yeah, right. And like, mind you... uh as much as I love that team, Haas does not have the money or power that Mercedes does. And it's very possible for them for a mid-season refresh to have a much more competitive car. Agreed. And that's what everybody expects. So, I mean, the fact that they're still kind of staying in that like best of the rest field, it just means that if they, if they hey. close the gap a little more, they're going to be fighting closer with Red Bull and Ferrari. The so. best of the rest... Mm-hmm. Is a hundred percent Haas and Magnussen. Mercedes yeah, is, yeah. It, Mercedes is the worst of the best. Okay, that's a. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's that's valid. You put it like yeah. that. Yeah. Mercedes is the worst of the best, and Haas is the best of the rest, or Magnussen is the best of the rest. Pretty much. All right, I can I can yeah. dig that. I can I can go with that. You're um, gonna have to. And then, obviously, the cool-down lap question gets posed to, to everybody in the audience as well. So let us know yeah. who you think is, is going to be the driver to get their first uh, pole position. Maybe I, Again, maybe it won't happen this year, but out of the lineup, those are the ones that remain, and hopefully hopefully, we'll get to see some of them actually yeah. achieve that. Yeah. We'll just watch, and it'd be like Pietro Fittipaldi just, like, <laughs> subbing in. Yeah, honestly, he's not... <laughs> One of the reserve drivers is not even here, like Giovinazzi. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be yeah, awesome yeah. to see. Honestly, I wouldn't even yeah. mind that. A Baku, a little bit of Baku race. It's just, uh, what's it called? Vettel gets COVID again. COVID with, you know, quotation marks. Um, then you just see Fittipaldi just come in and just put the car P1. Well, if, Vettel, or, if, Vettel's, if Vettel's out, then Fittipaldi's not going to race. It'll be Nico Ulkenberg. That's true. Watch Nico Ulkenberg get the first pole. And first podium. And first podium. Finally put a rest put put a rest to all, right. all the memes. Who would it have to be if it was for Fittipaldi? It would be Haas? No, it'd be yeah, Ferrari. It'd be, yeah, right? it'd be Haas. It'd be Haas. Yeah, it's okay. We just watch like 
Shumi just need a, 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 I don't know, like get sick, like him have COVID, and you would see Fittipaldi put it like top for qualifying. Obviously, not wishing anybody gets COVID, but Fittipaldi, Pietro, if you're listening, you know what we expect of you now, man. So, no pressure. This is the absolute minimum I expect position. from you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the minimum, but no pressure, man, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if it was Ferrari, so Giovinazzi, so I don't know. Leclerc, you know. I don't know. Leclerc does something. I don't want to say get COVID again. Leclerc parties <laughs> too hard and then yeah. can't make it. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to say COVID again. Yeah, well, you know. Um... Leclerc plays video games too aggressively. That would be like Yuki, man. It's I don't even know there. who the reserve driver for AlphaTauri is. It's Yuki. Yuki is a reserve driver for AlphaTauri. Yeah, he'd, he'd replace himself. Yeah. All right, cool. And uh, so, shunt of the week. I know yeah. we have we have a couple of shunts of the week. So we do. I'll, I'll go with 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 the first one that I put. And the shunt of the week, one of them for me was just the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix. <laughs> I don't think I agree, it should have fully. taken place with... It should have taken place with one. Yeah, like you and I are in complete agreement that the, the track layout is not good. It's dangerous for the drivers. It's the worst one. Uh, and the drivers don't really like it either. Yeah. Um, but also, if, if, you're being, if, if the facilities are being struck by missiles like 10 kilometers away from the track, what are you doing there? You yeah. know? Like... But alas, the missile could have. The missile could have, and I'm just saying, hit the track when no one was there, ruined it, and then made everyone's lives better. But it decided to go for a 10 kilometer away depot. Yeah, well, I think it was like yeah. a non-guided missile or something like that. So it could have been a very small, very precise missile that would have hit one part of the track where no one was at, ruining it completely, and then we didn't have to watch that race. Alas, it didn't happen. I'm but just saying. Yeah, honestly, that was that was that was a big shunt for me. The yeah, the 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 Cassius King thing that we spoke about. I'm not gonna get too much into it again since we already spoke about it. But yeah, that was well, that was one of the shunts for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my big shunt, and this is it's a big shunt. It's Hamilton's P16 quality yeah. finish. Hammy's P16 uh, finish. <laughs> Yeah, Hammy's P16 finish, as I have in the notes. <laughs> you know, I get it. The new kit they tried didn't work. They went back to their the one to a different one. I think it was the wing height. If I'm yeah, it was the rear wing. It was inter- the rear wing, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I I barely I just half understood Toto when he was talking about it. Um. So, you know, Toto said he was mad. He wanted to get it done. It was unacceptable. Which I agree with. How many but, tables do you think he's going to smash or that he already smashed? How many tables are in Saudi Arabia and then multiply by 10? Okay. So maybe maybe another uh, Aramco facility that he's going to... Oh, man. I shouldn't even yeah. be joking about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think that's the biggest shunt. Um, Hammy's P16 quality finish. Okay. And then the last shunt yeah. for me was the king himself, Latifi. He keeps, keeps crashing. crashing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but is that more of a shunt, or is that just like the it's force of nature at this point? Shunt. It's literally a shunt. Yeah. <laughs> so, or is it more like force of nature? Just an inevitability at this point. 
well based on based on the 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 records from the last couple of races it's it's something to consider for the strategic decision makings for the teams the possibility of king latifi crashing and a safety car coming out so yeah and we're not here to make fun of of the drivers and stuff obviously not no no but, but i am gonna poke a little bit of fun i guess you know um if, if we, the opportunity we speak arises. of statistics yeah yeah exactly yes. <laughs> the numbers numbers don't lie yes so yeah that was the other shunt of the week for me um nicholas latifi because he literally shunted and i mean i know Mick, Mick also shunted too but that's yeah you know but it's not the fourth time in a row no, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and Mix was understandable because he's not the only one who crashed in that, like, who had a crash in that spot, and he's definitely not the only person to have an issue in that spot. Yeah, 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 and obviously it was a bit, it was, it was more serious. So I, I I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put yeah. it in shunt of the week, but yeah. Latifi's um, fine. He's chilling. He's on his yacht, drinking some, some, what's it called, some booze with Kimmy. Yeah, exactly. So he's, he's, he's yeah. chilling. Invite us to your to your cruise, Kingo TV. You know, <laughs> we'll resend everything we said. Yeah, we'll play. We'll play some. We'll play some basketball, man. Oh, all right, man. Well, those were all yeah. the points I kind of had for this week. I don't know if there's any any last things you want to tell people before we wrap up. Oh, I hadn't thought of something to tell the people. Are you Not still, this are week, you still wanting pictures of animals in F1 merch? No. Well. Yes, I want pictures of animals with F1 merch, but, you know, that was like two weeks ago. That was very two weeks ago. Um, you know what? I want pictures of animals playing F1 2020 on a PS4 on, an, on a 60-inch TV. That's what I want. Okay. Okay. Very you're, you're a hard man to please. I'll tell you that. You've got very specific desires. Yeah. But, hey, I'm behind you know? it. If, if we can see some of those, like, I'll... Hell, hell yeah. I mean, this is easier than what I wanted last week. Last week, I wanted to see some animals and some Haas equipment, like real Haas equipment. Yes. Right? As yes. a litter box. So at least now I'm being something people can actually genuinely do. Yes. And you said PS4, not 5. So, you know. Yes, PS4. Cool. I don't want to feel bad. I, don't, I, don't want, to, I want to bring the, the bar lower. I want to have enough people to be able to do it, not like 5. Yeah. Okay. Well, if we're, if we're going to play... What is that game like? Limbo, where you like go under the bar, <laughs> like set the bar lower and see yeah. who can like yeah, yeah, yeah. go limbo. underneath it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Let me Hermes call, from uh, Futurama. Yeah, Hermes, call him that. <laughs> call Hermes. Yeah, oh, I right, set the bar dude. low enough that even Hermes could do it, which I think That's only Hermes something. could do it. That's saying something. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's yeah. pretty much everything I have to say. Obviously. Yeah, me you too. Know, big shouts out to everybody listening in uh we, we really yeah. appreciate you guys listening to the episode and any feedback is obviously really appreciated it'll help us kind of improve um our format and and improve the way we can deliver this because obviously i mean it's it's a really fun time for us to do it so thank you guys yeah. for for joining us again this week and um and yeah nico if you have, have anything one. else to say we will see no. y'all next week peace out yeah bye